Field just outside of Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, USA, with miles of wires and thousands of volts. We transmit worldwide. WTWW Lebanon, Tennessee, United States of America. Welcome to the Digicom Cafe, located at the intersection of faith and technology. We hope you enjoy your cafe experience where we cater to your digital and spiritual appetites and build interest in the amateur radio hobby, one story at a time. Please stand by as we get ready to launch this episode of Radio on the Rocks. You are about to listen to a Radio on the Rocks cafe cast with your host, Denny J, K5DCC, in the Digicom Cafe Communications Network. Enjoy and participate in Demi's reality radio activities of the day in this dynamic cafe cast as he builds each daily episode, segment by segment, with amateur radio contacts, interviews, nets and interesting news from around the world. Now grab a glass and fill it up with some radio on the rocks. Good morning. It's 9.15. Wednesday, December 18th, 2019, in the Digicom Cafe. It is a chilly morning again this morning, 35 degrees, and the sun is out. It's going to warm up into the mid-40s, I believe, so that's a good thing. And I've been busy on uh, Digital HF this morning. 20 meters is wide open, and I've been having a ball on FT8, working uh, stations all over Europe. Anyway, we had a great net last night, the Yacht Net, the Youth Chat and uh, recorded all that it's over an hour long but some great young people in there and so uh, we've got that as our main segment of the day and as you listen to this I'm going to play around with some satellites I've got several passes I'm trying a new one PO 101 which I just found out has a upload tone of 141 not 67 like you typically find on the birds but meanwhile, we'll let you enjoy the net from last night, the Yacht Chat on the Echolink Yacht Conference server, which was bridged to multiple all-star nodes, Echolink nodes. We had a good crowd last night. I'll be back later with much more. Oh, this is KGHCX, uh, the uh, Yacht Fellowship Chat. Is now on the air. I see we have a few stations on board. Uh, remember, this is not a net, so anybody can start the discussion, uh, whatever topic you wish. Uh, probably will be ham radio, but it doesn't have to be. In fact, I think uh, Denny will make some comments about uh, his uh, uh, podcast this afternoon, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, it relates to ham tests online. And uh, let's see, I've got the following stations on board, KC3CDU, K5DCC, KD9OIY. That one has been on since last night, so I don't know whether they're listening uh, to me or not, but I do have you on the screen. I've got W9MEF and KN4VKX. Any other stations that uh, may be listening through another a repeater, a platform that would like to uh, jump in this evening. 
This is the Yacht Fellowship Chat, KGHCX. Okay, and for VKX, normally I would have waited, but you uh, sent off a nice radio tease there, so uh, you have to tell me a little bit more about the ham test online. Um, did he interview them? Well, uh, then he can tell you about that. Very interesting interview with the creator of ham test online, and uh, we listened to it, and uh, very, uh, very uh, inspirational. And uh, uh, Danny, why don't you lead off this uh, this evening here and tell us about uh, your most recent podcast, which I finally got uh, able to listen to you know, through Spotify. And uh, so we'll go to Denny K5DCC. Uh, go ahead, Denny. This is KGHCX. Yeah, this is K5DCC. Yeah, we had a wonderful uh, QSO with John Cunningham, W1AI of uh, HamTest Online. We interviewed him and his wife, Christina, uh, earlier on in the year. Had a great uh, time with them then and uh, really feel for John, having lost his wife, Christina, to pancreatic cancer here a couple months ago. Uh, he's getting better, he says. His uh, usual happy and cheerful disposition, positive disposition, is is winning the day most of the time. But uh, he still uh, he is quite emotional about things and still cries every day. You can just imagine. Uh, but anyway, what precipitated this interview was an uh, email I got from one of our listeners who has a nine-year-old boy he'd like to get into ham radio. He's very interested. I guess he built himself a code oscillator, and now he's just. Uh, really excited about ham radio wants to get his license and uh, nolan his dad was saying how do i teach a young nine-year-old a lot of these very dry and complex and complicated uh things to pass the test and he asked if i would do an episode sometime on that topic and if i could get some of my ham test friends or whatever to, to maybe join in and make some suggestions well john was the first one that came to mind Thing is we're already in a partnership, marketing partnership. Uh, as you know, I promote the ham test online at the end of every podcast. And so uh, we contacted John. I wanted to wait a little while after Christina died, though, to make sure he had time to uh, maybe get uh, thoughts together and stuff, too. But anyway, John did a great job, as usual, and uh, answered a lot of questions. And we talked about how uh, it's important to not only memorize or, or learn the answers to the questions on these tests, but to understand a lot of it, you know, so we can be educated amateur radio operators and uh, make sure that we do the hobby justice. So we had that posted uh, by about 3.30 this afternoon, and uh, it's live now. Each, uh, By the way, each podcast, let me reset here. Uh, the podcast is now a daily dynamic podcast. I started out at the beginning of every day with uh, kind of a welcome and uh, intro, maybe uh, kind of a suggested theme topic we'll be looking at throughout the day. 
and uh, I add segments to it based on my amateur radio activities throughout the day. And then we put her to bed at night when I go to bed at 10 o'clock, usually wrapping it up uh, with Mello's uh, daily devotional. And also uh, we always like to get in uh, with Pete Thompson of the 3916 Nets group and his Wayback Machine, uh, which is basically things that have happened this day in history. So uh, that's about all I can contribute to that. Uh, I'm really excited to see it growing. A lot of people are commenting on it now and uh, enjoying it. Uh, I've had people say this is pretty aggressive. They don't know anybody who is doing a daily podcast like this, especially one that is long and uh, has as much information as what we're doing. And I can't guarantee it's going to always be daily. I may uh, take a break uh, from time to time with other activities, but uh, we're going to do our best to keep it a regular thing and just uh, continue to help build interest in amateur radio. Uh, Back to you there, Ed, and uh, good evening to everybody uh, in this chat group tonight. K5DCC. And for VKX, forgive me for jumping in. Denny, uh, my heart just sank when you shared that. Uh, I had no idea, and we'd been in contact with uh, primarily Christina uh, through our journey with HamTest Online, and I had no idea um, that boy that just uh, that, that just hits me deep right now. Um, glad that you got to share that so I, I knew that um, and I will definitely listening to the podcast but uh, boy that's a that's a shot right now to hear yeah it was for all of us Andrew he posted information about this uh, a month or so ago and uh, it came on suddenly she uh, started having some pain and they found out that she had stage four pancreatic cancer and uh, unfortunately, that disease works that way. Uh, you don't usually get uh, warning symptoms until it's too late. And we have heard many stories of many who have died from pancreatic cancer. It's uh, it's awful, and I guess it can be quite painful. So uh, one of the things we did, which if you look at their website, he has kind of an epithet at the end of her story page where he talks about uh, putting out a call to her call sign, kt one na and, uh, of course, when you do that, those those uh, electromagnetic waves go out into the universe and continue to travel just like light and will be out there uh, for a long, long time or forever. Uh, and, uh, of course, I did that on 40 meters. You'll hear about that, too, in the podcast if you listen. But uh, I told him that many of us are thinking of him and praying for him and, and hoping that God will heal that hole in his heart. And he's, he's doing much better, but it's it's hard. It's a big loss. They were quite the team and uh yeah i'm sure they were very instrumental in helping you guys too good good people uh anyway back to uh you ed or anyone else who wants to pick it up k5 dcc okay kghcx yeah i was very uh, impressed inspired and i'll tell you what i have five call signs i added a sixth one KT1NA is now on my list for the the group this evening, and uh, we're all thinking of Christina. I did not have the pleasure of knowing her, but I did go to the webpage, and Andrew, uh, you will will enjoy 
are reading about uh, the ham test online. Those two have really spent a lot of their time uh, putting it together. And uh, if I were studying for a ham uh, exam, I think I would go to that uh, uh, test and encourage others to do the same. So, uh, uh, Christina, you are being thought of uh, by many people this evening. PT1NA is now on the list. I did receive some good news from Carol, as you know what that is, and we'll be looking forward to seeing you and the boys at Hamvention in May. Looking forward to it. And uh, I, I think uh, the uh, photograph that I put in the Yacht News last week spurred her to uh, check out you, and, uh, and well, now you know what the results are. I did recommend... Uh, you and the boys to her uh, a couple of, oh, well, maybe about two, three months ago. So uh, I think the the results are going to be well received uh, next May. Congratulations to you, Andrew, and Blake, and Ryan. Looking forward to meeting all three of you. Well, four, too. Bring your wife along. Maybe by then she'll have her ham license, too. She can study a ham test online. Have all four of you with ham tickets. That would be great. Okay, I see we've got a couple more added on here. We've got Doug from New Zealand. Uh, let's see, ZL3DUG. And we also have Mark K5NO uh, on board. Uh, before we go any further, Andrew, are any of the boys available this evening? Uh, if they are, I'll put them on the list as well. Go ahead, Andrew, KGCX. KN4VKY, good evening, Ned, and everyone on the net. Um, it's nice to be on. Um, um, I was able to check on check in on Saturday. Um, it didn't seem like you were there, Edge, because someone else. Oh, uh, my dad just said you were at a Christmas party, um, but Saturday went well. Um, it is getting really close, really close to Christmas. Um, everyone here is getting excited. Um, school is going well. We're still doing it. Um, we're we're close for we're close to finishing up uh, until uh, the start towards next year. But um, everything has gone well over here. We've been to a lot of homeschool Christmas parties and uh, with our friends and uh, we've enjoyed the time. Sadly though there hasn't been any snow. It's been today or yesterday it was about 63 degrees but it's it's been a it's a warm during this winter season down here. But anyways it's nice to be on the net and uh, um, back to you Ed. Okay, very good, uh, Blake. Boy, you certainly have a, a good uh, way of communicating on the air. Uh, sounds like you've been involved in ham radio for a longer time than you actually have been. So keep up the good work there, Blake. And is, uh, is Ryan available? Uh, oh, by the way, Andrew, if you're still listening, 
I see your message. Uh, my dad also passed the pancreatic cancer. I was only 12 years old when he passed, and that's, of course, many years ago. So I'm well aware of what uh, that uh, can do to a person. And uh, so anyway, uh, is Ryan available? He is. Put the mic in front of him. <laughs> Go ahead. Node four two four four five disconnected. Good evening, Ed and everyone on the net. This is KN four VKW. Um, yep, just shocked to hear the news about Christina. Um, once I heard that uh, you say or um, yeah, you say um, hand test online. I'm like, oh, that's what we did. And then once I um, heard, uh, 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 what's his name? Then what's KD5BC's name? Oh, when I heard Denny say um, that Christina died of cancer, I'm like, oh no. But um, from reading the uh, blog they had up. I remember the reason why she didn't change her call sign because KT1 and 8 sounded like Christina. But other than that, uh, school's going well. Trish Christmas tree lights are up and the presents are under the tree as of yesterday. Well, actually, as of this morning. But um, other than that, getting ready to have a delicious um, meal. And... Um, but, um, so, there's not a lot to talk about other than just that we are really wishing for some more snow, but, um, just getting real close to the, uh, to Christmas Eve and all the, uh, church services and then, um, Christmas. So, can't wait until our big brother Caleb gets here the 22nd. But other than that, just having a great night watching a Charlie Brown Christmas right now. Back to you. K-5-D-C-C. Okay, very good, uh, Ryan. Uh, another uh, great voice from the Pearson household. Yeah, well, we've got our Christmas decorations up. Uh, no presents on the tree yet, but they're in the process. Uh, they're waiting to be wrapped and put names put on them. We have a, a, a family gathering here on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day we're going out to another family's house. So we'll be busy at both the 24th and 25th. At this point, I do not, I will not be running a fellowship chat on Christmas Eve. It is a time for families, and as you say, church services uh, are, uh, are held on Christmas Eve and many people do attend those, and uh, so we'll just uh, we'll just forego the uh, Tuesday evening, and two weeks from tonight will be New Year's Eve, and that one will be special. We'll get on the air for the last time in 2019. So if anybody, if you, any of you are available on New Year's Eve, we'll be here about seven or thereabouts, and incorporate some of our local hams uh, as well. So. Okay, thank you uh, for your uh, information there, Ryan. You did have a lot to say, so 
both you and Blake both. Okay, uh, do I have any more? Oh, we've got Keenan up there, KD9LBL. I'm going to write Keenan's call sign down here, KD9LBL. Keenan's over in, I believe, southern Illinois. And uh, Keenan's also one of our our members. Uh, good evening, Keenan. We'll get to the rest of you, so stand by. And uh, Keenan, uh, KD9LBL, good evening to you, uh, and go ahead. KD86, KD9LBL, um, good evening to you. I see Doug in there. Um, both him and I were over on... Uh, 420 network, so imagine he's tired of uh, hearing my call sign by now. Um, yeah, it's been a little while since I jumped onto the net, um, especially the one on Saturday evenings. I don't think I've been on that net in a couple months. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, I really haven't been up to too much. Um, I finished uh, classes. Um, still have yet to take uh, uh, the actual FAA written test, but... Um, I'm uh, still studying for that one. Um, uh, my radio got here last week sometime, uh, 2 meter, 70 centimeter, uh, and uh, ordered some clocks and uh, still have the antenna, which I've yet to put up. Put up so uh, Anyway, with that, I'll, I will uh, hand it back to Net Control, uh, KG8CX from KD9 LBL. Okay, very good, Keenan. Good to have you aboard this evening. And it's, uh, uh, well, going to head down to below zero tonight. Tomorrow will be a cold, frigid day, but, boy, then it's going to get nice and mild right through next week and into the latter week of the month, or the uh, month, yeah, month of December. Temperatures in the mid to upper 30s, uh, right straight through Christmas. So we're looking forward to that. And, uh, Maybe some of the snow that's melted will head down to Danishville where you can have a little snow for Santa Claus to uh, use the sleigh on. <laughs> okay, very good. Well, let's move on. I'm going to go over to uh, Timothy next. and He's over in Pennsylvania. And after him, uh, we'll try OIY if he's still around. And then we'll get to the rest of you. Oh, you know, we've got a new fellow here. W9MEF, Michael. So, uh, anyway, uh, uh, we'll get him shortly. Uh, Timothy, why don't you go ahead and uh, and uh, talk to the group and tell us what's happening in the great state of Pennsylvania. Uh, KC3CDU, go ahead, KG8CX. people connected in through my all-star. Uh, we have Bob, VK2RG, and uh, Andy, uh, K7, oh my, I'm sorry, I keep keep messing up your call sign. I'm bad with call signs. i got to talk to somebody on the radio for over a month to get their uh, calls down. But anyhow, uh, so do uh, forgive me there, Andy. Uh, so uh, we have uh, those uh, folks on my uh, All-Star and Echolink, respectively. Uh, as to the snow, you know what I say? I say let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Uh, as to uh, the 
24th of December, we do have a Christmas Eve service, which will be taking place at our uh, at our church at uh, Shannon Creek Baptist. And uh, on the 22nd, we have uh, a morning service where the kids will be singing a special selection of songs there. Uh, I uh, helped out with that, and uh, I think we're really going to have a good group this year. They're singing Joy to the World and Silent Night, uh, the first and last verses of both. So I think we're going to have a, a good uh, turnout this time. I'm, I'm very excited to see how this is all going to work. This is the first time we've ever done something like this, and uh, I should be nervous, but <laughs> you know what? I'm reminded of... of uh, of, uh, you know, hey, perfect love casts out all fear. So, you know, I'm reminded that uh, God loves me. So I have nothing to worry about here. God will take care of it. He works all things out for good if something should go wrong. Uh, so on New Year's Eve, I will be available on the yacht probably for most of the day. I don't know that I'll be at the radio, but my node will be connected up to the yacht, hopefully, if we have Internet. And uh, our internet seems to be quite finicky, uh, but uh, that's uh, neither here nor there, I guess. When it's on, it's on, and it works great, but when it messes up, it messes up big time. I was actually going to ask Denny, K5DCC, uh, if there was a way to play his podcast on the Google Smart Speakers, so maybe I'll I'll uh, catch up with him later and ask him about that. Uh how did I get my ham license? Well, I didn't study through ham test online, actually. I studied through AA9TW, Alpha Alpha 9 Papa Whiskey dot com. And uh, that was a wonderful website for uh, studying. So, anyhow, back to you, Ed, KJACX from KC3CDU. Okay, very good, Timothy, KJACX. So, uh, yeah, on, a, on a New Year's Eve, though, uh, uh, there will be uh, uh, the opportunity to say Happy New Year to uh, our friends in New Zealand and Australia and in Europe, because they'll be on by mid-afternoon, hopefully. So uh, the uh, Yacht Conference node will be open to anybody who wants to uh, get a head start on New Year's greetings. Um, I'm not sure. I think, Doug, you're about 15 hours ahead of us here. So uh, let's see. That would be maybe late morning here in the central time zone when it's New Year's Eve or New Year's uh, midnight over by you. When your turn comes up, you can uh, tell us, uh, Doug. And also, too, I've got VK2RG on board. And uh, the other station you just gave a K7, so we'll see who that is. Before we move on, let's move on to see if KD9OIY is on. Uh, they were on last evening, and I think uh, he left his uh, uh, smartphone or computer on uh, all night because it's still on board. So he's in Huntley, Illinois. Uh, so if you're on board and you can hear us, uh, go ahead. KD9OIY, this is KG8CX.
Well, I don't hear anything from him. I uh, probably forgot that he has his uh, computer or smartphone uh, on uh, the yacht uh, uh, node here. So let's go to Michael, W9MEF. I looked up your call sign. I see you're in Elgin, Illinois. Uh, W9MEF, your name is Michael. This is Ed in Menominee, Michigan. Uh, go ahead. Welcome to the Yacht uh, Fellowship Chat. K5DCC. Uh, W9MEF, uh, I see a call up on the screen. Uh, um, go ahead if you can uh, hear us. Well, sometimes uh, they can hear us, but they can't transmit. So uh, we'll come back to Michael. And uh, let's see. Well, let's let's see what Doug is up to over in New Zealand, where it's uh, already Wednesday afternoon. Uh, good evening, Doug. ZL3DUG. Go ahead. Hello, this is Doug, ZL3DUG, from uh, the North Island of New Zealand, and yeah, uh, if you've got some spare snow, can you send it down here, because uh, while today is not especially hot, it, it is, uh, we've had a lot of hot days, and uh, um, today is only about, uh, let's say about 18 17 or 18 degrees Celsius, so um, 40, 50, 50 something, I suppose, um, in the Fahrenheit. So not exactly warm, but uh, yeah, not hot, but not cold either. But um, these warmer days are coming, and uh, our longest day of the year on the 21st or 22nd so not far away um, yeah when you have your uh, Christmas Eve um, yeah when you're going to bed on Christmas Eve I've already had Christmas so it's done and dusted uh, <laughs> yeah we are um, 13 hours ahead of um, UTC, and I was just looking at uh, Michigan being minus five, so there's a difference of 18 hours. So, um, yeah, New Zealand's ahead of uh, all the other countries, uh, apart from a very small one that uh, changed its time zone to to be ahead of New Zealand by an hour. But there's not many people there, so it's uh, you know, um, yeah, not not to worry too much about that one. Um, yeah, not not too much happening today. Uh, I've got some people coming around for a barbecue dinner 
uh, this evening. Um, if we can get the barbecue going in the wind, but uh, we'll we'll have a good time anyway. Um, next Wednesday, this is Wednesday now for me, but next Wednesday, of course, is uh, Christmas Day. So uh, just looking at the clock here, it's two thirty, and uh, yeah, never mind. Um, yeah, we had a good net the other night. Uh, um, Michael did a good job uh, uh, running the net. Um, I believe he was 14, so you know it's uh, quite a bit of um, experience there. Uh, he's done quite a few nets, but uh, he doesn't always manage to get on this one because he's doing another one. Um, at the same time, I believe. So, uh, yeah, but he did he did a good job of uh, running running this one. I'll put it back to uh, to Ed there, uh, KG8CX. This is ZL3DUG. Node four six seven three four connected to node two eight eight. Okay, very two, good, Doug. Seven. And. Uh... Wish the best of the Christmas season to you and your family there. We don't uh, talk. Well, yeah, we'll probably check, uh, catch you on Saturday evening on the YouthNet, which I will be running. And uh, why don't we stay in that part of the world and see if VK2RG is on board. I think you're linked into uh, the all-star node that Timothy has. So VK2RG, if you're uh, able to... Uh, Hear us, and uh, go ahead, and welcome to the Yacht Youth Net. Tell us where you are in Australia. Over. Node 43404 connected to Node 28827, Node 27622, timeout. Node 34599. Well, I know He's no longer uh, linked into uh, the uh, note here. Let's see, who else have we? Oh, we got Jim out there, KS80. And Jim is uh, enjoying the warmth of the state of Texas. Uh, Jim, good evening. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, hello, everybody, this evening. Good to see our group on here having a nice chat. I'm uh, located in a town called Willis, Texas, and uh, it's supposed to get down to 32 degrees tonight. That's zero degrees, so uh, pretty cold for this part of the country. But it'll go back up into the 70s beginning of the week. So I uh, just got to get through this, and, uh, and you can once again enjoy the great weather. So I'm in a large RV park, about two or three hundred sites around in the area. And one thing I noticed about these RVers are a lot of them are ham radio operators. I had one last week right next to me, and I noticed as I walked down the road, there's uh, several others. So it's good to see all these ham radio operators out here going mobile. 
unfortunately in this particular park they don't let us hang wires in the trees so can't get on HF but uh, thankfully they made Echolink and All Star and all the other good nodes for keeping up with communications uh, Ed I noticed we've gotten a good amount of snow up there I have a camera on my garage that overlooks the driveway and uh, looks like you're still running about four or five inches up there so hopefully that will melt off you guys can get some moderate temperatures I know uh, next few days is going to be rough on you so back to you Ed from KSADO okay KJCX yeah well we've got about six inches on the ground supposed to be uh, real cold tonight tomorrow in maybe 10 or 12 but then boy is really going to get above normal uh, all next week and beyond, temperatures in the 30s. I believe mid to upper 20s on Thursday. But then it stays in the 30s right straight to uh, Christmas week. So there'll be some melting going on for sure. <laughs> you can you can check your uh, your uh, cam there on the on the garage and see the snow disappear. They won't go completely, of course, but uh, I imagine there'll be some melting. Okay, thanks, uh, Jim, for joining us this evening. Um, Mark is down there in uh, K5NO. Are you still aboard, uh, Mark? Yep. No, he isn't. I saw his call sign up there, but we'll put him down anyway because he might re reconnect. Um, let's see. Who else uh, do we need? Anybody else that is listening in would like to join the fellowship uh, chat this evening? Uh, go ahead. K5DCC Okay, we've got Andy in there. I don't see your call on the screen, so I know you're coming in probably through uh, Timothy's site, but we've got you in the uh, Andy, K7JKA, who's one of our yacht members from Phoenix, Arizona. By the way, what's the temperature down there in Phoenix uh, right now, Andy? Go ahead. I think it's in the 30s at night. Okay, a lot warmer than it is up here, I'll tell you that. <laughs> And daytime, I'm sure it's very pleasant, probably 60s and 70s. So uh, I've got a good friend that they have breakfast with uh, once a week that has a daughter and some grandkids, in, uh, I believe, in Phoenix. And we also have a radio club member that spends his uh, winters down in Tucson. So uh, we hear him on our Sunday evening local net uh, quite often from Tucson. Okay, thanks for checking in, Andy. You're number 15 on the list this evening. Okay, anybody else? Uh, anybody want to jump in and talk about uh, anything ham-related or anything in, in your realm of experience this last week or coming up? Uh, I'll go right ahead. I think we've got everybody here that I can see. Uh... K5NO is still off, but uh, maybe we'll put them down anyway. 
And uh, anybody that's listening in through the K5DCC uh, um, node there or KC3CDU, uh, go right ahead. This is the Yacht Youth Net. KG8CX is net control, and we're standing by. Yeah, this is not a net. I should have said that. This is, probably sounds like one, but it's just a kind of a, an opportunity for all to get together as uh, friendly hams and and uh, have a nice uh, group to uh, talk to and discuss things with. So uh, anybody that wants to uh, take it up, uh, make contact with another station out there or uh, whatever you've got, this is the time to do it. And let me also remind you all that we do have the Yacht Youth Net, which is a net, on Sunday, a Saturday evening at 7 p.m. Central Time. And uh, hope that many of you can join us uh, at that time. So I'm just going to sit back and, and listen and take over. Go ahead. Have fun. That's what it's all about. KGHCX. K5DCC with something new I learned this week. Go right ahead, Denny. Well, as many of you know, I've been getting into satellites really big, but it's winter time, and it's no fun to be standing out on a windy, cold day where it's sleeting and maybe even raining a little bit, uh, trying to work satellites, holding an antenna in one hand and radio in the other. <laughs> And so uh, I've been trying to think of ways I could do it indoors. And I have a GP6 dual-band vertical antenna. It's about 10 feet tall. I put up a, a section of tower that I had up alongside of our porch. I anchored it into the porch uh, roof there and uh, put a big pole in the air with this uh, dual-band antenna up on top. So it's up about 30 feet now. And I have a dual-band radio, the Kenwood TM-71A that's been sitting here. I've been using it for connecting, you know, it, it's like my repeater, my simplex repeater. And I discovered, after having it for three years now, or four, that it is full duplex. So I am now working satellites indoors where it's warm using a single uh, dual-band radio to a vertical antenna that's not a beam no rotors nothing to point at the bird and i've been working people right and left on the satellites so if anyone out there is interested in doing satellites and has the misgivings that you have to have all this expensive gear to do it uh, let me encourage you if you've got a dual band radio that's full duplex one radio and a vertical antenna you can actually work the satellites might be a good way for some young people to start if you've got maybe more than just an HT. Uh, but it was so exciting, and I've been having a lot of fun doing that and recording directly to my computer now, too, so I get even better audio. So that's something I learned. I wonder what everybody else has been doing and what they may have learned and experienced new in the hobby lately, maybe this past week. Uh, K5DCC. 
Where did you say you uh, had that antenna there, Denny? Is that on your roof or still in your house somewhere? Uh, no, it's it's outside. I've got a section of tower that is uh, mount, mounted to the side of my porch roof and a little bit above that. And then we have uh, a big pole with the antenna on the top of that mounted to the side of one of the, the three sides of the tower. So it's up about 30 feet. And it's it's just a stationary uh, vertical. There's no, no pointing uh, directions, no rotors, no nothing like that, no beam. It's a pretty good uh, uh, vertical, though. It has 6.9 dB gain on 2 meters and 9 dB gain on 440. So uh, it, it does a good job. And, of course, the radiation pattern of a vertical is more like a donut laying there. And so the low passes of a satellite work really well. In fact, last night I made some contacts on one satellite. It was a short pass, and it was only 3-point nine degrees elevation at my location and I heard it beautifully. Good signals and worked several stations with it. So uh it, it really is exciting to be able to be indoors where it's warm. Okay, so when you say that radio is a full duplex radio, do you mean you can both transmit and receive at the same time? That's right. It's the actual true full duplex. It has two, basically two radios in it, and uh, it's got two channels, two sides. One side I have set for VHF to receive, and the other one I have programmed in five different uh, UHF frequencies that compensate for the Doppler effect, and so I can just click that and tune it around. Trans That's the one I activate, but the other one I monitor on I turn the squelch off, and I'm constantly listening. And when I get into the bird and transmit, it comes back. I can hear it uh, through my headset, or you know, I've got it plugged directly. Uh, the speaker output on the radio goes directly into the input uh, into my iMic unit that goes into the computer. So I'm recording it all in Audacity and listening on my headset, which is also plugged into the iMic. But uh, yeah, it works flawlessly. And I I did some searching online. I couldn't find a whole lot of information about people actually using that radio. Uh, I did some more tonight, and I did find several several places, including Eham, that uh, talked about how wonderful that radio works, and some others like the D700, the D710, which are uh, they're all the Kenwoods, but the ICOMs do it too, I'm sure. There are many of those uh, mobile radios that are dual band, full duplex, and they work very well for satellites. Okay, so if I'm understanding you correctly, you're essentially saying that you can listen on UHF, and I'm just throwing this out there. You can listen on UHF, or no, you can listen on UHF and transmit on UHF. If I'm understanding you correctly, you can do that on a UV 5R. Uh, you can use the uh, bank, or not, not the bank, yeah, the bank button on the top uh, for bank A and bank B. You can listen on one frequency and transmit on another. Um, uh, actually, on the UV-82, it would be better. I think the UV-82 would do it better. Uh, but uh, it does look as if, if I'm understanding you correctly, it looks as if you can do that on a, on a bell phone radio, too. This is KC3 video. Actually, no, they are not full duplex. You'd have to have two of those, like I have in my outdoor portable operation with my aero antenna. I've got two UV-82s. One is set to receive on 
VHF and the other is to transmit on UHF. Uh, so that's that's not a full duplex radio by itself, but some of these larger mobile rigs are a little bit more expensive. But you know, you see a lot of these people working the satellites with two 817s. Uh, of course, those are for sideband usually, although they do use them on FM too. But one of these other radios like mine, the Kenwood TM71A, which has been a very popular one over the years, is a true full duplex. So you transmit and listen at the same time on UHF and VHF. You can listen to it there because uh, it is also on Google. Okay, so what do I what do I say to to Google to get it to play a podcast? I told it to play the Radio on the Rocks podcast. It wouldn't play that. I told it to play the uh, Reality Radio podcast. It wouldn't play that. I told it to play the Digicom Cafe podcast. It wouldn't play that. I even told it to play the K Five DCC podcast. It wouldn't play it. I've got a whole bunch of uh, different uh, keywords there, and it just will not play your podcast. Well, I'm not sure how the uh, Google speaker works exactly. I don't know the commands they use. I know the uh, Echo Dot, the Amazon Echo Dot, uh, has their certain standard commands or invocations, they call them. So you would say uh, open or play or launch a particular application. I think they might be very similar on the uh, Google speaker. Uh, for example, we are also on Stitcher, so you could say if you were on on a uh, Echo Dot, you would say her name and say, "Ask Stitcher to play Radio on the Rocks or play uh, whatever podcast you want to listen to." Or you could just uh, you, you can, I don't know if you have to actually enable individual apps on that, like you do on. The Echo Dot, if you have an Amazon account, you've got to go in, log in, tie, of course, your speaker to your account, and then you would look for a particular skill, they call them skills, on the Echo Dot in the Amazon world, and you would enable that skill, and from then, you would use whatever command structure they've got in play there in their instructions uh, to say either play or launch or open or have that particular application play a certain podcast. But I'm not that familiar with the Google speaker, so I can't really help you there.
opportunity to say uh, hello to the group, see what she's up to over in Ohio. Node two, Our, eight, uh, eight, evening, two, Katie. seven, Got disconnected. Good evening, and uh, glad you're aboard as well. How did everything go with the uh, the play that you were involved with, and uh, are you uh, are you uh, out of school now for the Christmas holidays? Go ahead. Lima Quebec Radio. Uh, I'm glad to be back after two weeks with the play. Uh, the play did go very well. We had our cast party on Sunday. Um, we're not off school yet. We get off for a break of 16 days, and then we come back on January 6th. Every day. KE8 LQR. Back to KG8 CX. Okay, uh, you get a longer vacation time than we do here in Menominee and Marinette. I think Menominee here where I live is, it goes back on the 2nd of January. I think the Marinette School District does the same. So I'm glad the play went well, uh, Katie, and uh, I uh, enjoy the pictures that uh, your mom uh, posts on Facebook of you and your friends and your family. So uh, certainly pass my best wishes to you and your sisters and your mom and dad as they uh, get ready for the uh, Christmas holiday celebration. So, uh, very good. Uh, we've got, uh, well, let's, we'll just open it up to anybody that wants to make any comments or, or whatever. Uh, just an opportunity here that uh, to kind of get together and and keep our friendship alive here. This is KGHCX. Oh, by the way, uh, Katie and everybody else, uh, if you're planning to go to the Hamvention in May, which I am, you'll see a number of yacht people there. And uh turns out that uh, uh, our Nashville contingent uh, will be involved in the Hamvention, uh, thanks to Carol Perry, which is a good uh, piece of news for me. Uh, Carol will let me know in January or early February the names of all of the uh, uh, participants in the youth forum. But uh, we already know of, of several in the yacht team that will be presenting or in, in some form uh, be available to present their skill and knowledge to uh, the attendees there. And uh, for you, Katie, I think you and and mom and dad you only have about what maybe an hour and a half two hour drive to Xenia lucky people <laughs> go ahead Hello Echo 8 Lima Quebec Radio uh, my mom dad and I are planning to come to Hamvention and we do have a pretty quick drive back to you KG8CX Okay, 
KN4VKX, you have any comments to make, either you or Blake or Ryan? And like I said before, I'm uh, uh, very uh, excited to be able to get together and, and meet the three of you, or four of you, because uh, I'm sure Mom will want to go along as well. Uh, by then, maybe she'll have her ham call sign. Wouldn't that be kind of neat? Uh, have her study a ham test online, uh, Andrew or Blake or Ryan, and uh, she'll have no problem getting her ham license. KG8CX. Okay, and for VKX, yes, I apologize. It's been a busy day. I saw that email first thing in the morning. Um, been having a lot going on, which uh, um, <laughs> having to contend with a the neighbor that doesn't like the wire up in the air. So we're we're back to that battle again. But um, on the the better note, yes, my wife uh, already has a hotel scheduled. She did that or booked. She did that, uh, oh, I'd say probably shortly after Huntsville um, this summer. And so we uh, we have that for Friday and Saturday night. So we were, um, we've been planning to, to come uh, up to Ohio for uh, Dayton um, since then. So we're very much looking forward to it and looking forward to the Friday get-together with everyone uh, with the yacht team that, that shows up there. Um, let me pass this on over to the boys so that they can uh, uh, have their final as well. But I'll probably uh, try to give you a call there tomorrow, Ed. Um, and when it comes to my wife, uh, that's sadly a topic that I can't bring up, but she always appreciates when, when others uh, invite her to become a ham. She just doesn't want to hear it from me for some reason. But... Uh, she can do it. She um, just to brag on her. She uh, completed her master's degree with a 4.0, um, which was amazing. With that being a master's in nursing, but she's a very dedicated student and a very um, brilliant woman. So I'm a I'm a blessed man. KN4 VKX. Uh, KGHCX. Yeah, you certainly are, Andrew. And uh, I'm still hoping that uh, uh, my co-founder, Jim Pearson, will be able to hook up with you at some point before he comes back to the state uh, Michigan sometime, I think, in March. He's in Texas right now. So, But I, I understand he did make contact with you on the phone. Uh, okay, Blake, Ryan, go right ahead. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the two of you. And uh, that Friday afternoon is um, kind of a meet and greet for those that are available in the grandstand. And then on Saturday is our pizza party at uh, Marion's Pizza in Beaver Creek. And uh, we had about 20 or 22 uh, last year to join us. Uh, uh, Michael was there and his grandpa. And uh, there was a family from Maryland that was there. And... Uh, uh, let's see, there are a few others as well. Oh, Drew Reba, who's the uh, a young ham from Illinois, and his dad were there, and Jim and myself. And Our man in Dayton is uh, uh, Mark, uh, KB8ZR, uh, 
he's on the board of directors and he has family in our area that he visits quite often. So he keeps us abreast of what's happening at the Hamvention. So uh, we've got some pretty good connections. Looking forward to uh, going there again in uh, May. Okay, Blake, Ryan, uh, go ahead. Good evening. The time is 8 p.m. Cam 4 VKW. Um, very much enjoying the Nets or uh, uh, and chat. Um, just chatting around for ham radio on Echo Link. Um, when Dad gave the news that Carol Perry wanted us to be in the, at the Dayton Youth Forum, me and Blake both lit up in uh, shock, and we were like, yes. And we both said, no matter what happens, we will go there, even if it gets in the way of baseball. But we did ask our coach, and he said it was fine for us to go there. After hearing the youth... International Academic Achievements Award. I think that's what it was called that Dad told it about. But other than that, um, just enjoying the time of season, hoping for snow, but knowing we probably won't get it. Uh, it turns out most every year, for some reason, it's unexpected, but on my birthday, it turns out that snow actually falls but it's unexpected. Um, like one night, mom and dad had me go out and get the mail. Uh, one morning, mom and dad had me go out and get the mail on my birthday, like dead in the morning, and I was tired. And when I like was going out there, I'm like, <laughs> it was a little chilly because I was only wearing a short sleeve shirt and pants, and I'm like, hey. But I got the mail, and it wasn't too bad since it wasn't windy, but. I will pass it over to Blake, and I'll have him close it off. KN4VKY. Um, it was. It is very fun uh, being able to listen to everyone and um, hear everyone on the net. Um, I can't wait to see you and everyone else that comes to Dayton. Um, that's going to be a fun adventure. Um, and I can't wait for that to come because it's coming up quickly. But otherwise, um, I just want to say Merry Christmas to everyone uh, because it's getting close. And um, it was nice being on the net. So I'm going to say my 73s for the night. Um, I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Okay, very good, uh, Blake and Ryan. Great to hear from both of you. Say, as long as you're there, uh, I'm trying to get uh, 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 schedule set up of birthdays of our youth uh, members. I've got a couple already, and I have a special thing that I send out whenever your birthdays are on. Uh, so, uh, Ryan and Blake, uh, do you want to give me your birthdays, if it's okay with you and Mom and Dad? Uh, I'd like to recognize uh, our youth members on their special day. Go ahead. Okay, and for VKW, I'll go first. 
my birthday is January 17th, and is KM4VKY. Uh, mine is November 20th. Okay, I've got it down here. Uh, yours is coming up, Brian. Uh, uh, you'll see what, what I have. Uh, I've already given one out to Jacob and, and Green Bay, and, and uh, uh, Declan also has one. Well, no, his is come out, coming up in May. Uh, but uh, I think Anne-Marie is, is the one that I have as well. And uh, Katie, I don't know if you want to pass along your birthday to me, but uh, it's not necessary. But uh, I'd just like to do something special for our young hams. I, I, I think we have some great people on board here, the youth and the adults both. I think we have some of the best hams uh, that are around, both youth and adults. I think we are a high-class team of, of hams. And we're carrying it forward, which I, I like that terminology. Uh, make ham, carry ham radio forward. <laughs> so uh, anybody else wants to pass along their birth dates if they're youth? Uh, uh, go ahead, and after I get that done, maybe I'll put in some of the adults as well. So, okay, very good, uh, Ryan, Blake, Andrew. Uh, uh, great talking to all three of you, and uh, we'll catch you on Saturday evening if you have got the time available for our uh, last net before the uh, Christmas holiday. This is KGHCX. Anybody else want to jump in and and contribute to the group this evening, and go ahead. Kilo Echo 8, Lima, Quebec Radio. Uh, my birthday is April 18th. Uh, back to you, KG8CX. And my birthday okay, is in two days, December 19th, K5DCC. And uh, Ed, could you talk about what's happening with okay, this thing on Thursday with Bulgaria, some contact with the school you're going to make? Anybody else? Uh, go right ahead. We've got a good group here this evening. Uh, I don't know how much longer I'll stick around, but uh, uh, the note is available at any time, 24-7, and uh, feel free to use it. If anybody else would like to join us that isn't on the screen or coming in through another node or repeater, uh, feel free to... Put your call sign out, and uh, we'll get you on the list. I think I may have doubled with you there, uh, Ed. Uh, this is K5DCC, and just want to let everybody know I'm probably one of the older uh, members of the group. I'll be turning 68 in two days on December 19th. And, uh, Ed, do you, would you comment about what's happening on Thursday with your contacting the school in Bulgaria? Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, uh, I'll have a little uh, uh, note on that in my newsletter, which is going out uh, tomorrow afternoon. Yes, uh, I've been in contact with the uh, teacher uh, of the school. Uh, he's a member of our uh, Facebook page, and uh, looking for his... Uh, it's called, I've got his call sign. Oh, his name is Georgie. This LZ1EDU it means education, of course, because he's a teacher. But the school club 
is LZ1KAK, Lima Zulu 1 Kilo Alpha Kilo, and they are a group of middle school students, uh, I think 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and uh, they have a very uh, uh, very solid uh, radio technology school club, and they're going to uh, uh, try to make contact with us on Echolink on Thursday at 11 p.m. our time, which would be Central Time, maybe 12 o'clock over on the East. Uh, Eastern time zone, and uh, they would like very much to be able to, to talk to maybe some of the youth. So, if any of you are available at that time, uh, adults and youth both, uh, that would be on the yacht conference node at 11 o'clock in the morning. Now, there is a, a six minute time, uh, a six hour time difference between us and Bulgaria. So uh, 11 o'clock will be about 5 p.m. in the afternoon. But uh, I think I've put a, uh, a link to their radio club in the past and uh, be impressed with what they are doing over there along with their teacher. And Katie, it'd be nice if you could join us, but I know that's a school day for you on Thursday. But uh, uh, anyway... Uh, I know Andrew and Ryan uh, being homeschooled probably would be available or anybody else. So that's uh, Thursday at seven, uh, 11 p.m., 11 a.m. Uh, Central Time at 12 o'clock noon on the East Coast. So hopefully we'll make it a, uh, a very interesting and uh, neat uh, opportunity for the kids over there to make contact with us over on this end. Go ahead, Danny. Well, thanks for that information. I'll uh, try and be available and record that conversation. Sounds like it'll be quite fascinating and educational for the kids, too. Uh, thanks for lining that up, K5DCC. To uh, let you know, my birthday is April 18th as well. This is KC3UCDU. Oh, there we go. Two April 18th birthdays. And you're not that far apart, uh, Ohio and Pennsylvania. <laughs> 12 o'clock. Uh, I, all I heard was 12 o'clock. Was that you, Katie? Kilo Echo 8 Lima, Quebec Radio. Uh, would I be getting on at 11 or 12 o'clock? Well, that would be 12 o'clock your time, Katie, because you're in the eastern time zone out there in uh, Ohio. So that would be 12 noon your time, of course, 11 o'clock our time. And, of course, in Bulgaria, it would be 5 o'clock because they're six hours ahead of us. Over. Yeah, Katie, uh, you might want to mention that to your uh, your teachers there. Uh, I don't have their names offhand, but you know what I'm talking about. The uh, uh, Wade, I believe, is the is the your, uh, man, uh, the guy, and I uh, kind of think of uh, the other one. But uh, I know that uh, 
it runs into your school hours out there. That is if you still have school on Thursday. Over. Yep, she's still up there. Uh, we've got uh, Michael on board. We haven't talked to Michael or the other fellow uh, in Illinois. Doug is on board. Andrew is on board. Jenny, of course, Katie, yourself, and me. Uh, anybody, uh, Michael? We haven't heard from you, W9MES. If you're available, why don't you uh, uh, join us and uh, hope you've been listening to at least some of the net that you are actually the group that we've heard this evening. Okay, I see uh, your message, uh, Andrew. So uh, uh, I know that uh, uh, the boy, uh, the group over there in Bulgaria will enjoy hearing from two young hams and uh, I'm sure some of them are planning to get their ham license as well. KGHTX. Uh, 3DUG here. Um, that would be like about 5 a.m. New Zealand time. So uh, I might give that a miss. Um, yeah, <laughs> never mind. Um, yeah, there was something else. Oh, Denny, uh, your birthday the 19th, well, it's the 18th here. So in nine hours, you can start celebrating uh, in New Zealand time. Uh, so, yeah. All good there. And Katie, uh, when your birthday comes around, does that make you a teenager then? Uh, this is ZL3DUG. Kilo Echo 8, Lima, Quebec Radio. Uh, I will be turning 12 in 2020. Uh, go ahead, Katie. Uh, you, you were uh, uh, covering up uh, Doug, or vice versa. Uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, Doug was thinking you were going to be a teenager on the 18th. Kilo Echo 8, Lima, Quebec Radio. Uh, I will actually be turning 12 on the 18th. Okay, yeah, even younger than I thought. Okay. Um, yep. Oh. Yeah, understood. Um, I'm going to say 7-3. I'm going to uh, get out of here. I've uh, got some preparation to do. Uh, so um, 
hopefully uh, catch you all on the um, the Tuesday night. And uh, yeah, or whatever time we do catch up again. Uh, this is ZL3DUG73 all uh, till another time. Well, don't feel bad, Doug. We all know you celebrated 40 twice. Okay, 7-3 there, uh, Doug. We'll catch it then on Saturday evening, or in your case, Sunday morning, PGHCX. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm getting my days muddled up here too. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it'll be Sunday afternoon, the uh, the other net um, starts around uh, 2 p.m. Um, yeah, 7-3. And I will uh, be putting this recording up tomorrow for tomorrow's podcast. Uh, we already have a pretty full day uh, for today. And this has already gone over an hour, so uh, I'll save this for tomorrow. You guys can all listen in. Uh, Timothy, you might want to listen and, and, and hear the quality of your audio. You're very bubbly tonight. I'm not sure what that's coming from, uh, but you'll be able to hear it, and maybe you can assess it uh, upon hearing it. But we'll have this posted tomorrow in the, uh, uh, the daily episode of Radio on the Rocks. And by the way, Timothy, if you want, I think you might have to use a different name. The Radio on the Rocks is the skill that I put up. If you're going to listen to it on, uh, say, Stitcher, on the Google thing, ask for Play Digicom Cafe, a ham radio buffet. That's the name of the podcast now. So that was changed a, a little while ago. I think that's probably what you have to do. K5DCC. Uh, 73, everybody. Denny, I'm noticing that you're uh, breaking up a little bit. Um, I don't know if it's me or if it's you. Uh, you said ask it to play what real quick? Yeah, the name of the podcast is called Digicom Cafe, a ham radio buffet. So use that phrase and see if that works. Uh, the radio on the rocks is my skill that I created, and that would only be on the Amazon devices. That's the only way you would uh, access it there. So uh, try that other phrase. That should work for you. K5DCC. Here at the Digicom Cafe Communications Network, we're all about the power of voice. Did you know you could listen to this cafe cast on your Echo Dot by simply asking Alexa to play Radio on the Rocks? I created this skill many months ago. I was looking for a way to do this very easily and quickly, and I ran across a very unique platform. It's called VoiceFlow. VoiceFlow is a wonderful platform that makes it easy to create powerful voice applications without any coding, and faster than coding. There are many amazing tools out there to build voice apps, but their goal at VoiceFlow is to build the easiest, most powerful tool that gets as close to coding without needing to write a single line of code. So if you're interested in building your own Amazon skill for amateur radio, I suggest going to voiceflow.com and join their Facebook group, voiceflow.com. 
It's 12 noon in the Digicom Cafe. This is Denny J, K5DCC, back again with some more information about my radioactive life here in uh, the shack. I've uh, always heard people talking about Whisper and have never done any research on it, never looked at it. And here I just found out in my WSJTX application, they have a mode there for Whisper. You don't need a separate application to listen and, uh, and get involved in it. And so to help me learn more about it, I went to YouTube, did a search for Whisper, and I came across David Kassler's video, Whisper, Weak Signal Propagation Reporter, ad number 34. Very instructive, very helpful. I would encourage you to check that out. Uh, I really have no idea why anybody would want to use Whisper until today. It, this, this is really cool stuff. Using my WSJTX application, I've got it set up on 20 meters. I've got my uh, settings set up for 10 watt transmission. My receive is it's between 40 and 50 percent uh, on the scale. What you do is you just let that thing set. You put your rig on the particular band, choose the band setting uh, to match, and then uh, just let it run. Enable transmit and uh, every so often your radio will transmit for two minutes very low power and I get this uh, long list of stations that I'm hearing and they're uh, showing up in my list with information like the UTC the signal strength and DB uh, the frequency drift the call sign the grid uh, all kinds of information that uh, probably most people wouldn't want to know but the cool thing is the website where you would register as a user is WSPRNet, whispernet.org. Once you uh, get registered, you can participate in the forums, but even without being approved just yet, you can go to the map tab, the map link, and enlarge that, and you will you can put in a, like a filter search, you can put in your own call sign, and uh, just zoom in on it on the map and they have all these uh, like string like things uh, going out to all the different stations that hear you and I can't believe it I have a whole bunch of them in the US of course but here I'm looking at three of them around the world one of them is DP0GVN is hearing me down in Antarctica another one is uh, off the east coast of Africa and uh, one over in the UK. So this is very, very enlightening to see how the propagation is from your location to any place else in the world. And these are very weak signals. Now you can go in and choose a different band and let it run for a period of time. You'll start logging all the stations automatically that you can hear and, and decode and you transmit and it goes out into the uh, ionosphere and whoever else happens to be on whisper will hear and record your signal strength and uh, all that information and then it all gets submitted through the internet up to whispernet and there you can view it on a map and see the propagation changes throughout the day it's just very very fascinating so again something new i love learning new things and experimenting and playing around with this technology and you just have to determine in your mind, just say, what do I want to learn today? And uh, I just decided, I want to figure out what this whisper stuff is all about. 
and uh, I think I can get hooked on this too very easily. When I step away from the shack, I'll probably just leave it on Whisper on a certain band, and when I come back here, I'll have a whole list of call signs that uh, my station has been able to hear. I'll be able to check it on the map and see all the connecting points, and you can even click on those uh, different uh, points, get information about their call sign, and look them up and learn more about them. So. I would highly encourage you guys to check it out. If you've never done it before, Whisper. It's really, really interesting. Whisper, again, stands for Weak Signal Propagation Reporter. You get all that information then at whispernet.org. And this was all developed by Joe Taylor, the same guy that developed WSJTX. And he's developed this whole platform of Whispernet, too, for uh, just... uh, experimentation and learning more about ionospheric propagation in amateur radio. So, shh, can you hear me? Today's daily devotional is entitled, Costly Consequences. Numbers 20.12 reads, Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, because you did not believe me to hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. When we read God's word, we'll encounter many instances in which God uh, allows different levels of consequences for a person's actions or choices. In this instance, Moses suffered a costly consequence for his lack of faith. One of the greatest sins we can commit is that of unbelief. Sadly, far too many of us do not see unbelief as a sin that is as bad as murder, stealing, lying, or committing adultery. Yet, like some of our more overlooked sins, such as gossip and pride, God sees them as sins that bear severe consequences if not repented of and confessed. Gossip and pride bring about division, which God hates. We know this from Proverbs 6, verses 16 through 19. Unbelief, in many instances, has yielded very costly consequences for many. Consequences that still affect all of us today. In the garden, the consequences of sin and death entered into the world, not just because of disobedience. Unbelief also played a part in man's fall. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 tells us, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Verses 4 and 5 also tell us, Now the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. You see, Satan created doubt and unbelief in Eve's mind. What were the consequences for this unbelief? Well, we're living them today. Sarah encouraged Abraham to have a child with Hagar in Genesis chapter 16. Their actions got ahead of God's plan because of unbelief, which we see existed Uh, from the encounter that we see in Genesis chapter 18, verses 12 through 15. These verses tell us, Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After after I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being so old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I surely bear a child since I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, No, but you did laugh. 
And today, we still feel the consequences of Sarah's unbelief as the descendants of Ishmael and Isaac are still fighting over the land promised to Israel. In this case, unbelief cost Moses and Aaron the privilege of entering the promised land as God promised. So why was this case of unbelief rewarded with such a high-priced consequence? In Exodus chapter 17, verses 5 and 6, God instructed Moses to strike the rock and he would bring forth water from it. In doing so, God was picturing Jesus suffering and how he was going to provide us living water. The second time that God is providing water for Israel from the rock, the instructions were to speak to the rock by faith and receive the water. This is a picture of how we would receive life eternal by calling upon Christ by faith and receiving eternal life and living water, the Holy Spirit who indwells us and seals us. When Moses failed to believe God and chose his own way of bringing forth the water from the rock, he pictured the unbeliever who rejects God's plan of receiving living water, choosing instead to quote unquote work and earn their salvation, by, thereby forfeiting eternal life as God has prescribed only one way of salvation. We know from John 14, 6. Hebrews chapter 6 verses 4 through 8 describe the same thing as, uh, as, as one who does not believe, makes a superficial profession of faith, crucifies Christ again by their unbelief in their mind and heart, doing those things which put the name of Jesus to shame and cause others to blaspheme. And sadly, there are many today who profess to know Jesus but are still trying to earn salvation by, by performing religious rituals and, and keeping religious traditions created by men. Just like Moses was not allowed to enter the promised land, but see it from afar, the cost for unbelief and what Jesus did will be far more costly for those who fail to put their trust in God's plan for salvation, which is Christ alone. As born-again believers, we have eternal life, but our lives can be one of suffering caused by our own lack of wisdom and restraint if we do not stop and consider the actions that stem from a moment of unbelief. Isaiah spoke it best when he said to when he said this to Israel in Isaiah 59 2 but your iniquities have separated you from your God and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear see our salvation may have been sealed and secured by the Holy Spirit in Christ but our sins especially that of unbelief can cause us to put a wedge in our relationship with the Lord and hinder our prayers as we know from Hebrews 11 6 and today, God extends an invitation to you to accept His free gift of salvation. Will you accept it? Anyone who calls on Jesus by faith and repentance, confessing your sins, will receive eternal life. Do not put off calling on Him and receive Him and His free gift of salvation today. Thank you for visiting and listening to this radio on the Rocks Cafe cast. This podcast can be heard on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher apps plus the embedded anchor.fm widget at digicomcafe.com. You can also listen to all of our cafe casts on your Amazon devices by asking Alexa to play Radio on the Rocks. Now, please stand by for a word from one of our sponsors. Is there somebody that you know that's trying to get their ham ticket? trying to ham test online it's easy there's no drudgery to it there's no dread to it and right now you can get the technician exam study guide that's normally $29.95 and right now during this sale price it's only $19.95 that's right that's the technical study guide for the tech license for ham test online now 
Let them log into HamTest Online and let them follow the program study guide. They'll get their ticket in a matter of a few days. Right now, the price is reduced to $19.95. So get online. And if you've already got all of your tickets, then ham it forward by buying this study program for someone who's trying and wants to get into ham radio. HamTestOnline.com. That's HamTestOnline.com. 